Now on Giddy Up, it's time for Stable Mail. The big weekend for the Omens camp along with Lloyd Kennewell. Lloyd Kennewell, it's Lucy Stable now. <laughs> Lucy joins us. G'day Lucy, good morning to you. Good morning, how are you? I'm very well. How's this Thursday morning treating you ahead of a big weekend of racing? Because I'm unstoppable, your superstar um, Gallopy returns to the track there on Saturday and the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes. Um, can he win first up there, Lucy? Yeah, we think he can with a little bit of luck. Obviously, it's, it's a red-hot field, but we think our Colt has improved from last preparation. And, yeah, he doesn't need the run. He doesn't, you know, he, he's fighting ready to go. Do you think he would, at the start of his preparation when he finished up and he was so close down the straight of winning the, a big a group one like a Coolmore, did you think it was it the handicap twelve hundred meters of the new market or the wait for age over a thousand meters of the black caviar lightning on Saturday that you think you'd be a better chance of winning? We thought the new market all along. He's going to be very well weighted in that race. Um, and we always thought that his ideal trip was twelve. Obviously we'll see how he goes on Saturday. We might be eating our words and we might still think he needs the twelve hundred, but his work's been very, very sharp, so we think he's right up to the challenge of the lightning. So has he improved from that little bit of a break that he's had in between the spring and the autumn? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I've obviously dealt with a few horses with the big stables I've worked at, but I've not seen a horse sort of improve as dramatically as he has. He didn't have long off. It's not like we're seeing him six months later. Um, he would have had three and a half weeks in the paddock and then was back into pre-training and a couple of weeks after that, by the time he got into the stables, I yeah, we really liked what we saw. He's just grown and stretched and, and seems very athletic. Okay, that is a, that's positive news for I'm Unstoppable. And I guess Jamie Carr will be up and about. Congratulations to Jamie and, and Benny Mallum, who announced their engagement yesterday. So she's unstoppable yeah. at the moment, Lucy. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's a big week for Jamie. Yeah. What about Wolfgang in the two-year-old race? We haven't seen him since... The Gold Coast. Um, how has he trained on since that effort and that experience up there? Yeah, he's good. He's great. Um, you know, obviously we've still got the question mark over how well he handles the straight. Um, so he ran their first start. James and McDonald thought he needed a bend, um, but obviously he's won two races since then and as well travelled and, and much more seasoned. So we're hoping that it was just overall greenness and not not the straight. Um, you know, we scratched him last weekend from the prelude due to a wide ba wide barrier. We thought this looked like a nice option. And then if he runs well here, you know, he's obviously still nominated for the Blue Diamond. But if he if he doesn't sort of win the Talendert, we'll probably look to the sires. Um, so it'll be good to see if he handles the straight. Yeah. Did he enjoy that experience even though it didn't go to plan up there on the Gold Coast? Do you think yeah. he's come back a better horse? Yeah, he's still... You know, at home he's quite good. Um, he, he can be quite culty and sort of exuberant. Um, that, you know, it hasn't taken that out of him. He's still a young lad. Um, but, yeah, he's a very, very seasoned traveller now. He, he just gets on and off the truck, eats, drinks, um, does his work. He, he's quite straightforward and, and quite tough. So I'm excited to get him back to the races on Saturday. Meridius is knocking on the door for a victory this preparation. He's had a few starts this time in. How's he coping with the workload? Yeah, really well. Um, he, you know, he's freshened up since he got back from the Gold Coast. He had a few work, few weeks in the paddock, a couple of weeks, sorry, and then back to Cranbourne. But um, 
his work on Tuesday was probably the best I've seen him work. Um, he's very, very bright and well. It is that race has probably come up a little deeper than you would have anticipated, but um, you know, on his day, he's a very good horse. So if he shows up on Saturday, he'll be running very well. All right then, Lucy. Um, I am unstoppable. Is the one that you want to win. You want all of them to win, but he's the he's the 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 superstar and the the black caviar lightning stakes for your stable. Is he your best for the day? Yeah, I hope yeah. so. <laughs> well, you go and get them, Lucy. You go and win that group one. You've only been going for what nearly a year? Is it a year now since you've? It's less than a year. Six months, seven months. <laughs> Life goes so quick, doesn't it? It does. All right. We wish you the best of luck, Lucy. Go and get them. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. There's Lucy Yeomans. So I'm unstoppable for Lucy Yeomans and Lloyd Cannawell. Um, an each way chance in the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes, but all of those gallopers have to beat the champ in Peritrice. She was so dominant there. Last spring in Melbourne, winning everything that she competed in. I think she's the world's best sprinter at the moment and uh, she'll be going around in the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes and her superstar trainer, Mark Walker, joins us. Mark, good morning to you. Good morning. Are you happy with her? Yeah, just actually down at the beach watching her out yeah. in the surf as we speak. So, no, nah, she's really well. We've talked to a few of the trainers that have had to get their horses up pretty quickly after a, a busy campaign in the spring. Um, is that been a bit of a challenge to get her back to her best straight away after what she did in the spring? And she went pretty late into the spring as well. No, we've had time to have two jump out. So, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's a problem at all. No. So do you think she'll be in the same form that we saw her as she headed out for a bit of a break after, like, I watched that performance there again in that champion sprint. You nearly had to, to see it to believe it. They don't do what she did there on the day. Uh, we're, we're hopeful. Obviously, there was a bit of a question mark. It's been well documented. The trial Cranbourne wasn't wasn't the best, but um, that, her work on Monday was super. I thought, and Mickey D sort of concluded that as well. So I think I think she's well. Yeah. So you, how long have you been in Victoria having a look at her now? Uh, since Sunday. So okay, yeah. I was over after the Magic Million sales and obviously had to go home for Karaka and I've been back uh, a week sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, and so you're happy with her. She'll be right to go. The 1,000 metres, she gets an inside gate. I remember this time um, before her first run, last preparation, we were having a chat to you and you said maybe the 1,000 is a bit too short for her, but she, she delivered two amazing performances over that trip to kick off her campaign last time around, even though they're at Mooney Valley. Yeah, the the interesting race last time was not so much in McEwen, uh, was the second up run to try and have a fresh enough to go another thousand. Yeah. It was a bit of a tightrope, so uh, she was able to do it and do it well. So obviously that's at Mooney Valley. Uh, it's a bit different at Flemington, of course, but we thought uh, she had a gallop there in the spring after the Moya in between the... Uh, where she went to Manicato, yep. that's yep. it. <laughs> and uh, so she'd had that little bit of experience just with that one gallop of VRC. Uh, really good to let us do that. And uh, so she's she was good that day. Obviously, we probably drew in the right part of the track. Not sure what 
draws will do on Saturday. We'll just have to wait and see. But um, I can't see it being a problem. Yeah. Oh, we can't see. We can't wait to see you back at the races there on Saturday afternoon. Um, will you be spending a little bit more time in Melbourne? I read in the in the press there um, that you'll be bringing over more horses, of course, to your Cranbourne base, and you'll be calling Victoria home, Mark. We'd love to have you. Yeah, that that's a long longer term plan. Definitely, uh, it's just a new challenge, and the sales flying home, and uh, Sam and Reese and the whole team have got it got it going really well at home. So, uh, yeah, it's just the next sort of stage to uh, get NTRKL Australia up and running at a level where we want to compete at all the carnivals. That's that's our aim. Yeah. It's not to win premierships, but to be really competitive at all the carnivals throughout Australia. And you spent up at the Magic Millions and you had a really healthy Caracas sale, as you always do. So you're going to have some pretty handy stock in your backyard um, once again, coming through the ranks. Yeah, definitely. And it's quite interesting that Imperatrice was the last yearling to sell that year. There was still... Was there? I think quarter of, yeah, quarter of a left in July. So if anyone out there is listening, get on the website, have a look. There's still... Still some really nice horses available. Why was that? Is it just oh, one of those things? Was she a late developer or what was the situation no, I there? Don't, I don't really know, actually, but uh, she's not the only one that uh, we've been last to sell. I remember another great mare we had, Aventard. She was the last to sell okay. of her year as well. So um, just... Sometimes it's just the way it happens. I don't know why. Well, do me a favour, Mark. The last horse to sell, ring me up, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let me know. And just the last one, Dollar Rady, would you take that with her first up after that trial and what you've seen? Or do you think, like, if she shows what she did there in the spring, she'll just win. But um, is that too short in your eyes, Mark? Or do you think that, yeah, you can trust her? Oh, we're always respectful. They don't give away group one races, especially in Australia. So uh, after spending so long in Singapore, it was all about beating. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm just enjoying not having that extra pressure (laughs) of, um, of uh, your owners wanting to bet hundreds of thousands on horses. (laughs) It's quite a, change in scenery for well, me to be honest we're only going to put five dollars in our mole just to lock her in that's all mark but we wish you the best yeah <laughs> thanks for that mate. thanks guys there we go there's mark walker so he's confident that she'll run a big race in parrot trees and that's a positive sign that he was happy with her work on monday obviously she didn't trial as well as we thought she would and that's a concern but um he's been with her now for more than a week he gives her the tick of approval they wouldn't start her if they didn't think she was right um, and she deserves to be a short price favourite. I think you probably get a little bit of better, a bit of a little bit better price come Saturday with Imperatrice. But it's going to be a great race. Privatised in the market around five fifty. Bella Nipatina trial better than Imperatrice at the Cranbourne jump out. She's at seven dollars with bet three six five. I'm unstoppable at seven fifty. And then Cylinder, who was second in a Golden Slipper around this time last year is at $10. Kiramar will play a major part, as he always does, on a big weekend of racing, and the champion trainer joins us this Thursday morning on Giddy Up Stable Mail. Good morning to you, Kieran. Morning. How are you? I am well, mate. Um, plenty to look forward to this uh, Saturday. We might start at uh, Flemington and kick off in race number four, and you've got Circle of Fire that um, first up this preparation, former European galloper, Johnny Allen takes the ride. He's trialled at Caulfield. 
Um, I don't know if we learnt too much out of that trial, but what's your expectations with him come Saturday? Uh, he's obviously got form over a lot further, but he has shown a little bit of toe, and I love kicking these uh, European stays off at Flemington. It just gives them a chance. They usually are a bit sharper when they come out here, and this horse is certainly no different. He's prepped up really well, and um, yeah, I'd say he'd be hitting the line pretty hard. How good is he? And what expectations do you have for him? Well, he could be. You know, everything would have to go right because he's down. His rating is, uh, you know, he's he's yeah. got a fair bit to go before he can get into a better race. But I thought if he um, everything went 100% right, he could be sort of a sneaky lightweight sort of Sydney Cup type horse. Okay, then. So we'll keep a close eye on him on Saturday, Circle of Fire. Then we go to running by. She's been in terrific form. Another one for Johnny Allen. And she's at the 1400 again at Flemington. Yeah, we're just trying to get a bit of black type there. Um, she, uh, last, the two runs prior, um, one at Caulfield, one at Randwick, were were good. But I just thought the travel might have got to her a little bit last start. She just wasn't quite as um, dynamic as what she was the previous two. But um, I think she's freshened back up. And, uh, yeah, it's not a bad little race. But uh, I think, yeah, the idea is I thought she could run a place uh, possibly better and get some black type there. All right, then you've got La Casona and Lucica in the vanity for the three-year-old fillies. Both have been impressive to kick off their careers. Uh, you have to uh, get that Luizica. Luizica. Nick Nick won't be happy with your pronunciation. I I apologise. The filly by Schnitzel. (laughs) Out of the good mare, Aloysia. Yes, that is a good... Uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, that was Aaron Purcell's thousand guineas winner. It was. Um, uh, but Larkasona, um, yeah, really nice win. Um, it's obviously a step up and hard to do, but it, it rated really well um, that first up win. Got a lot of time for her. It's got a good draw. Be a good chance. And Louisica the same. Um, she's had a really good grounding. Um, and uh, I think she'd be better at Flemington as well. And, um, yeah, I think both also got, got a decent chance, uh, probably each way chances both. We move on to the CSA States. King Colorado, he had the green light on him after flashing home the other day, first up in the Manfred behind the stable mate, Brave Mead. Flemington steps up to the 1,400 metres. Looks a nice race for him. Just depends how Mark Sara comes off that... Um, the the trip to Las Vegas, the Super Bowl trip. Mark yep. normally gets better off a trip. Yeah, so I'm not worried. I'm not. I'm not worried at all. Well, that there. that is a positive. The tick. He's like the Dennis Rodman of the jockey. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a, he lives a life, and I think he's the envy of everybody. Ah, oh, well, why not? Yep. You know, life for the living, and. Yep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, um, uh, I was only disappointed I couldn't get on the trip myself, but uh, I'll be back on next year, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but King Colorado, uh, super first up. Um, as I said last time, he, he's just that little bit more athletic. He's come up really well. He hit the line great. Uh, Flemington will be ideal for him, 1,400. And um, 
yeah, I think he's got a great chance. And Mark's, uh, you know, was wrapped with the way he went the other day also. Yeah, he does look mighty hard to beat there. And then the Australian Guineas is his big grand final, this preparation, Kieran. Yeah, that's his that's his grand final. Yeah, uh, certainly certainly in Victoria, and then uh, he might flip up to Sydney. Um, but uh, yeah, that's certainly his aim at this stage. Bella Nipatina, she's first up. We all know how good she is over the thousand meters in the Black Caviar Lightning. Can she win this race first up and beat a horse like Imperatrice? Well, if you look at their last run, um, you'd say she probably could. Yeah. Um, um, Paratrees is very good, obviously, um, but um, when Bella's on, you know, there's, she can match it with basically any horse in the country, I think. Um, uh, but it's a very strong uh, rendition of the race. It's probably the strongest, I would say. Mm. Um, there's, there's, um, so yeah, she's prepped up really well. Her trials have been, her trials have been good. She's, she's looks better than uh, I think she ever has uh, fresh up. So, um, yeah, I expected to run a forward race. Um, um, but, you know, the, I think every other horse in the race is expecting the same thing. So it should be a good race. Yeah, it's going to be a ripper. She didn't have any luck. She drew the wrong part of the track down the straight in the VRC stakes or the champion stakes there at Flemington behind in Paratrees. Um, you're, you're a wonderful horseman, wonderful judge. What did you make of Imperatrix's trial against you the other day? Uh, yeah, you know, you... Um, did it give you hope? Uh, <laughs> well, I, I didn't need any hope anyway, but, yeah. um, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like the heat and all that, I don't really buy into that, you know, but, um, uh, yeah, I probably expected that trial a little bit better, to be honest. Jimmy Starr goes around in the Elms over the 1,400 metres. This, this, this is another step up for him, but, geez, he's, he's showing all of the signs that he's a horse definitely going places. Yeah, he definitely is. Um, yeah, he's, he was super. He came through that run really well. Um, slightly quicker turnaround just with the program. That's sort of the only yeah. real race that was um, that was suitable for him. But um, I think Flemington should be ideal. And, um, yeah, he, he come through that race really well. He, he obviously was very impressive. And uh, when they win like that, they, they generally pull up pretty well. Jenny Lala and Sir Davey go around in that final event over the 1,400 metres. Um, your preference there with the mayor? Jenny Lala was... Um, First up, she was really good at Caulfield um, in uh, benchmark 84 over 14 uh, last prep. And, um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if she's she's hard to beat again. Um, Yeah. um, Yeah, we obviously dropped her in the deep end against uh, Pride of Jenny, and she wasn't disgraced there at all. and, uh, yeah, so I expect her to run a forward race first up. And uh, Sir Davey, he seems to have come up well, but um, he'll be better for the run. A few questions coming through, Kerry, just quickly. Jimmy Starr, have you made a decision on the All-Star Mile yet? Um, certainly tracking that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And King Colorado, his main aim in Melbourne is the Australian Guineas. What's his big aim in Sydney? Is it a Doncaster? 
Well, possibly. Uh, we'll just see how dynamic he is at the mile yeah. and um, just weigh it up as we go. But, yeah, he'll be in all the all the big races up there. And in Sydney, you've got a couple of nice chances in the Triscay Stakes. Jeez, I love the way Samana's come back. Um, that turn of foot was electric the other day, and she's all class is first up um, this preparation. Your thoughts there? Yeah, she's all class will, will want the run. She's yep. got a bit of a mind of her own, and she takes a couple of runs to sort of hit her straps. And uh, Samana, yeah, she was super at the Gold Coast. She... Yeah. Um, um, Travelled wide without cover and was was um, pretty dominant. Um, just back to the twelve hundred. Um, her aim is the Coolmore uh, in three weeks, so uh, back to handicap conditions up to fifteen hundred. So the the twelve hundred might be a fraction sharp for her, but um, yeah, like you said, I think she's in really good order. Can't wait for race number eight on the program, the Light Finger Stakes. Tid's invincible. She's the favourite. I think she deserves to be favourite. They're telling me every time I was walking around those sales complexes over the last couple of um, months, or the last three or four weeks anyway, learning to fly, everybody wants to tip me her. Um, I don't know. Well, it's a cracking race, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah. Gary Portelli's horse, Kiyomichi. Yeah. You know, it, it's... Um, you know, it's, it's finished second in the flight, second in the guineas, it ran second to Tiz a number of times. It's a bloody good horse. you got our horse, Tiz, learning to flies. You know, obviously very, very good. And, um, you know, even even if you keep going, Mumbai Muse, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a cracking race, that. And the wide gate, what does Macca do from there? Well, Macca's Macca. He'll just be able to navigate a path there. Yeah. <laughs> let, let Macca do what Macca does. Um, are you confident she can win first up? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wrapped with her. The gate makes it a little bit tricky in what, what looks to be a very strong race. But, um, um, yeah, pretty confident. All right, then. Any superstars? I'm just having a look at the trials at the moment that um, at, Rose, at Rose Hill today. You're trying to um, get I'm just at Gosford. We've got the first two just turning into the straight now. Okay. So the trials at Gosford and Rose Hill today. There you go. Who's Gosford it? and Rose. Who have you got at Gosford? Uh, we've got Explosive Jack. We've got Detonator Jack. Uh, Union Gap just went across the line. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we've got a number of horses here. Beautiful. What's your best for the weekend, Kieran? That's all we want to know. The CMAR special. The special. Oh, well, we'll just go with today, will we? Yes, we love that. I think Moral Moral's a good horse in the making. Um, still does a bit wrong. But, um, uh, back on a big track will suit him. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think both horses are packing them tonight. will have a pretty good chance. But, um, yeah, Moral Moral. All right, then. Love the name. Uh, Moral Moral, race seven, number four. <laughs> Benny Allen takes the ride. Um, the DJ superstar. Thanks for that, mate. We appreciate your time as always. How are the nominations or the applications going for your partnership? They're filling up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, um, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's plenty of applications. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of plenty of banter. Yes. Um, trainers, buddy, owners. Yeah. Uh, 
and everyone in between. So as long as Johnny um, O'Neill gets the job as your jockey manager, you'll be have no problem <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> I think I think they'd go on strike. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't wait for the Super Bowl trip yourself, Johnny, Mark, Sarah, Will Bourne. Shake for hard. It'll be one hell of a trip. Good on you, mate. It was a cracking game, wasn't it? It was a cracking game. I'm just watching now. It's so sad, this bloody crap world we live in. There's been a shooting at the parade. and um, So you just you just feel for the people there at Kansas City. Uh, but it was a cracking yeah, game. It, it is a shock, but it was a cracking game. Are you a, you a um, Kansas City fan? By default, yeah. I just uh, seem to be that way now. Yeah, and I've watched a few Netflix docos, and yeah, now I'm a fan. Who's your Mahomes in your stable? The Mahomes, yeah. well, hopefully um, hopefully King Colorado's yeah. the Mahomes yeah. this weekend. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. I'll let you back, get back to the trolls. There's the champ, Kira Ma. Let's take the news. It's 8.36. Welcome back. To Giddy Up, Giddy Up, Stable Mail. One of my favourites, Kerry Parker, joins us now. And his superstar galloper, Think It Over, is first up on Saturday at Rose Hill. And he'll be tough to beat, as he always is, in the Apollo Stakes. But it's a beauty at Group 2 level over the 1,400 metres as these gallopers, most of these gallopers resume ahead of a, a big campaign coming their way during the carnival. And Kerry joins us now. Good morning, Kerry. Good morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. How is the old boy? Yeah, really good. Really happy with him. Uh, he's had his couple of trials. His uh, trials have been super, so uh, looking forward to getting him back to the races. Can he win first up? Well, he's, he is getting a little older. He's got terrific yep. fresh form, but, uh, you know, he is getting a little older, so uh, there could be something sharp there, but he's, uh, every indication here at home is he, he's going into it really well. And and he, uh, yeah. There's still improvement in him, of course, but he's got to get through the, through the preparation, but... Uh, no, really happy with him going in. And it was great to see him come back to the races last prep after that long injury layoff and still have the appetite, but more importantly, have the ability to be competitive against the best horses in the land. Um, has he showed any signs of that injury coming back or is he completely over it now? And how, like from a mental point of view, how much did that preparation last time around do for, what did, what did that do for him? Uh, well, for him and I, I yeah. think the confidence of, um, you know, him being back, like I say, I wasn't going to run him if there was any drama in my head thinking he wasn't, he was feeling anything, you know, uh, but all the way through, he was a hundred percent sound. Uh, and he showed that with his determination to beat Zaki in that seven stakes, you know, um, yeah. uh, that was, a that, that's that old, uh, think it over with the will to win, you know, um, there it was there to be seen. Um, so I was absolutely thrilled to uh, get him back and, uh, you know, to get him back in the winner's circle at that grade um, was just, uh, you know, uh, a big relief, really. Uh, you know, I, I, well, I had him back in his first couple of runs where, you know, he was really good and competitive. And I thought, I really need to win one of these to have him to know you're back, you know. Uh, and, of course, to do that was absolutely thrilled. And is the Queen Elizabeth his main aim this prep? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we just head down that same path, that way for age path into that. Um, you know, he more or less sticks to his same program, uh, and he'll 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 go into uh, that. That'll be his main aim. 
Beautiful, mate. How's Mitch Beer treating you? Or how's he is he is he behaving himself since well, he, he arrived on your premises? He, yeah. He's very entertaining to have around, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, no, we get along we get along great. He's uh he, he's good to have down here. Um, yeah, like I say, he brightens up your morning, it's good. Uh, what about the gift? Can he win today, Goldman? Uh, look, she's, uh, it took her a long time to win a second one. Uh, yeah. She has had 30 starts and only won two. So hopefully she got a bit of confidence out of that. But she does handle the, the wet track. So it was nice to see that a little bit more rain there overnight. And it's a soft seven. So um, uh, I'm hoping she got good confidence out of that last start. Look, it's a step up in grade. But she's going terrific here at home. And uh, I'll have a little something on each way. And, uh, you know, fingers crossed we can, we can, she can put two together. That'll do us. Thanks for that, mate. We appreciate your time. And good luck with the old boy. No worries. Thanks, guys. See you, mate. Gareth, all with you on Giddy Up, the Giddy Up Stable Mail, and continue on chatting with the superstars of the sport. Michael Kent Jr. joins us now. G'day to you, Michael. Good morning, mate. Morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you. Otago, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do in the CSA Stakes. Um, this is a big challenge for him. Do you think he's up to it? Big challenge. I think class-wise, okay. Um, yeah. He's probably, you know, we're training him for the miles, so he'll definitely improve a lot for this run. All right, then. How good is he? Oh, about to find out. I, yeah. I think he's um, obviously stakes class. He's got a wonderful action. Um he trialled extremely well last Monday, you know, one by big margin. We're very pleased with him. Um, it, you know, we're trying to win the Guineas all in one prep, which is going to be the difficult thing. But, you know, very, very smart horse, um, late maturing Kiwi. Uh, yeah, uh, look, if he could run top three, that would satisfy us and then yeah. improve into the Guineas at the mile, fourth up. Just with that victory at the trials the other day just when I watched him at Flemington it looked like he was just playing with them he just didn't he, he still hadn't quite learned how to really put them away do you think this preparation you'll learn that or is it he's just going to try and get away with his natural ability climbing the climbing the ranks and to win it yeah. to win a Australian yeah. guineas in his first prep would be some performance yeah yeah well good point and and I think two points there I think at Flemington yeah, I agree with you. Visually watching, I thought, oh, he just took a while to pick them up. But when you review the sectionals, he couldn't have run much faster. They're home in like 22.7 or something. And, um, you know, he had to do, a, you know, had to use a, a lot of, you know, energy to pick up uh, the leading two. So he did a great job. Um, but, yeah, to your point about doing things wrong, that is the one thing with this horse. Every trial and every race, he's got to the front and, and laid in. Um, not dissimilar to Thunderstrike and what he yeah. used to do. So um, he's got to iron that out, and I'd hate to see him do it in a close finish. So we have just added some gear. We've put a, a near side bubble cheeker on to try and uh, keep him keep him straight. And um, Ben Mellon will be full aware that um, he may need to pull the stick into the left hand. Okay. What about um, a Ramco that's been impressive, continues to get the job done? Can he win again at Flemington? Yeah, he can win again. Uh, four weeks between runs, I think, suits him. European horse, he's um, still progressive. Uh, got things his own way, uh, but did win very comfortably last time. Um, up in class, down in weight. Not an overly strong race, small field. I think if he doesn't get... I think if we get it right early, he'll be um, yeah, yeah. a very good chance again. Either Daming Barrier 3, he can lead, or he can he can just sit second or third. So it's a, it's a nice... Um, 
draw to to, have, to start from. Our Obris, I think he was a fine for your stable last prep. He surprised me how far he developed. Agree. Um, kept going the right way. Yep. Uh, you know, near, nearly beat the good Godolphin Colt Cylinder, but uh, it was only first up and we were rock hard fit. Um, we're not sure how genuine he is as a Colt. Uh, I think when he's in front, um, he likes to fend them off and when he gets in behind backsides. Um, he mightn't be as genuine. So um, this run, look, he's, he's got a little bit of weight, um, but it's basically a stepping stone for two weeks later into the $750,000 English sprint. Uh, so again, uh, top three would satisfy us, and we've left improvement to come for um, the next start. And is Greenbelt ready to fire third up this preparation to the 1600? Yeah, it's his most winning chance yeah. uh, for preparation. Had to kill a couple of runs off 18 months layoff. Um, thought he got to line quite well uh, without clear room last time. Uh, down and weight up to the mile, barrier two, Jay Carr. Um, couple of you know fancy imports there first up, which will be interesting. Um, they've got really good form overseas over further. Uh, but yeah, third up at the mile, I think he's... Um, yeah, he's a very nice each-way chance. What's your best for the day there at uh, Flemington, Michael? I think Aramco is our most likely winning chance. Yep. And, um, but yeah, they're, they're all they're all they're all top three hopes. Yeah, said Otago could well well go and win, but you know he, he's up against the big boys now, so we'll find out where he sits. And as long as he runs top three, we can build to the guineas. Some strong chances today and tonight. Have you got a standout for us? Well, yeah. Um, I honestly think, well, they're, they're all in the market. Yeah. And uh, as you look at Hamilton, I think Enzo is our best there. Yeah. And tonight at Pakenham, um, there's some interesting runners. I think Illative is the most interesting. She's obviously a nice filly, but it's a really hot maiden. Mm. Um, I, I could pick six or seven that could win that race. And uh, look, she's not fully wound up. Um, I would say the best there might be Freight Train. I reckon he'll okay. go well tomorrow first start. Beautiful. Race three, number four. And Cooper says, can you please pass my thanks on to Michael? I dropped my race book over the fence at Caulfield on Saturday. He came to the rescue. He picked it up for me. I tell you what, uh, you're a good man. He's a good man. He's a good man. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> geez, there's nothing. Geez, your, every, your, your wife, your beautiful fiance is a lucky, lucky girl. We're going to go because it's nearly nine o'clock. Have a wonderful day, Michael. Thanks, Gareth. Good morning, Matty. Morning, Gareth. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you loud and clear, mate. Um, we just had a chat earlier on with Lucy Yeomans with I'm Unstoppable, and she says her horse has just come back uh, a better horse after that spring preparation when he was thrown into the deep end a little bit. How has Bunes Notches turned up this this carnival after really? Um, I thought he was really impressive last prep, especially towards the back end. No, he's come back in good shape. Um, you know, he's had a, a little bit of a break and. Uh, and, uh, you know, they always enjoy, you know, the horses. It's great to get them out after having a pretty hectic time and you know, a busy Melbourne schedule, although, you know, things didn't go quite to plan. But um, he's come back in great shape. Like, I, I can't fault him. He's uh, he's a really laid-back kind of horse, so he's he's got such a good temperament. He, you know, he uh, he just sort of is one of those sort of really, one of those horses that just, sort of fits into the routine and just pokes along, you know, you wouldn't know he was there, mm. really. So um, he's not a horse that, you know, comes out and wants to, look, here I am every day, you know, he just, just pokes along and I'm happy with the way he's come back. He looks great. His work's been good and, you know, I can't fault him.
Yeah, so he's had a couple of trials ahead of his first up run on Saturday. When you look back at that Flemington run in the champion stakes, the times that they run, geez, he was stiff like every other probably race in a group one, he probably wins a race like that. And he just ran into a dead set champion at the top of her game on that particular day. Uh, exactly right. Like um, when those um, mares especially find that, that uh, sweet spot, which that mare did during that campaign, um, you know, she was just basically unbeatable. But um, yeah, like he, he couldn't have run any better down the straight uh, in, the, in the champion sprint. Like he was, he was outstanding to be fair. You know, and he just went down and, you know, you could even argue he was in the wrong part of the track. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, that's, that's for another day. But, uh, look, he, he was super, um, and he's come back. I, I can't fault the way he's come back. He, he's a, you know, he's, he's a solid horse. He, he, every preparation, he's, he's come back, and he seems a bit better again than last prep. So we'll find out a little bit more on Saturday. Do you expect him to win first up? He's got a really good fresh record, and this does look a winnable race. Yeah, like, I, I can't fault him anyway. Like, he's, he's where he was last prep first up, so... You know, if we get the right conditions and, and um, you know, there's, the race is run at a genuine gallop, I think, you know, for sure he can be right there. Like, he's uh, he's just come back in good order. I can't see why he can't win, but, yeah. you know, like races, anything can happen. But, you know, um, I've been pleased with the progression between his trials. Um, you know, he's always a bit of a lazy horse in the trials, so that's, that's probably pretty normal for him the way he's trialled back. But his work at home has been sharp and, yeah, I think he's ready to go. So what's his program this campaign? I, I would imagine it's the TJ's big grand final. Yeah, well, Newmarket next run. Yeah. And um, we'll come to Melbourne for the Newmarket, then go back to Sydney for the TJ. Uh, he could then maybe run in the all-aged after that. Yeah. I mean, he profiles like a horse that'll get 1,400. We don't know that he does, but he sort of races like one that will. But um, So that we'll probably finish off there and see where we're up to. I've had about three text messages come through. Um, I reckon I'll know what the answer is, but they must be. They're, they're up nice and early in Perth, I guess. Have you had any inquiries about the quokka? We have, actually. Yeah, we have. Um, uh, we've had inquiries about it, but uh, look, I don't know. Uh, the ownership group have had a look at it, and oh, I think we're just sitting on the fence a little bit to see what happens in the through the campaign. I mean, we don't have to make a decision about that for for, for a while yet, but I mean, it's an option, but I'm not sure. Like he, yeah. he, he'd probably, he'd probably go for the group one here, I guess. Yeah. You know, be probably the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Miracle spin. Um, it's been going great guns. Fourth up this preparation's already had a victory. Can he win again at Randwick? And then you've got the, the Hungarian gallop, Esty Fanny. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's at a big price first up. Yeah. So miracle spin. He's good. And, um, I think he's at his best when he gets a little bit of give in the ground. Yeah. Uh, no reason he can't win. Uh, it comes down to uh, a bit the way the races are run for Miracle Spin because he's a horse that just doesn't have any early early speed. So he, he's a bit of a bugger that way. He gets back and so he's, he's then always dependent upon, more reliant upon speed up front. So the tempo's there. No reason he can't win. His work's good and he's, he had a little tick over trial. Um, so if the speed map says they're going to go hard, well, you can back him. Um, SD Fenny. Uh, had a few little injury things with him. He's just a, been a little bit of a horse that's been difficult to keep sound. But, look, he's he's great now. He's working well, and he'll need the run. He'll probably need a couple of runs, really, to get to his peak, I would say. 
All right there, mate. And what about Time Quest? Um, he's the son of Time Test uh, from Little Avondale Stud, and that size starting to hit his straps now. 1,400 metres first up. Um, does look a nice race for him as well, Fresh. Yeah, look, he's first up. I, I took a run, uh, like last time, you know, I think he won first up, actually, and then I thought he took a couple of runs, really, to hit his peak or he, when he won in Melbourne. Um, I, I like the horse. I don't know if he's quite ready first up, um, but... He, he won't be far off. Like, he, you know, he'll run well first up and he'll be ready second up, you know. Like, we haven't sort of, you know, wound him up to win first up. So I'm sure he'll run a good race. Um, again, he's a horse that probably appreciates a little bit of giving the ground. So if the track gets wet, well, then, you know, you'll be more confident about him. That's yeah. for sure. All right, mate. Who's your best for the day? Best for the day? Oh, well, I have to stick with notches, even though he's in a tough race. Yeah. <laughs> And you He's got, going good. Yeah. And French Endeavour, she comes to Flemington on Saturday in the Vanity. Yeah, lovely, lovely filly. Yeah. Um, got a good opinion of her. Like I, she just hasn't had a lot of luck in a few races. Even first up, she sort of got shuffled back or ended up back too far. And I, got, I really like. I think she's got plenty of ability, and I, I just could, I can definitely see her being competitive in that race. Yeah, her work was spot on Tuesday. She's, She's a really nice filly. She's a big price, isn't she? She's had some backing, 26s and 18, but I think still that's a good bet. Um, oh, she's, she's, a, she's a really good each way bet, to be fair. Yeah. Like, she works like a, a good horse, and like if she turns up and she gets a bit of luck in the run, she's got to go Melbourne way for the first time, of course. If she travels and, and gets on the right leg and everything, she, she won't be too far off. I mean, she's, she's a nice filly. Beautiful. You've talked me into it, Maddie. I'm having something each way now. Good on you, mate. Good luck on the weekend, <laughs> right. especially with Buenos Notches. No worries. Thanks again. Thanks Easy stables fly. Right, Matty right. Smith doing a wonderful job and he can train and he's got a, that's a good push. That's as good as pushes you'll get for him. And he's a great judge too from Matty Smith. So 